0: Hello, my friends, this is Andy and Hetty coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional.
1: A production from Ministry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to bring the gospel to every corner of the earth. We would love for you to check out the website. We have past shows that we've done, pastors you may have never heard of, uh, worship bands, Bible resources, books we think that will um, deepen your walk with Christ and maybe even enlighten you about some political events and challenges we're facing. <laughs> I think we got some of those books up there too. Yep. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Um, send us a comment, a prayer request, a prayer for us. We love those especially. Uh, and we love to hear from our audience members. So and if you also, if you care to partner with us, you can click the donate now button.
0: That would be amazing.
1: And please like, share, subscribe, click the bell if you're on YouTube so that you can get notified when we go live so that you could join us live. We love having... Um, our friends and our new friends join us live.
0: And one la- last thing in the description, you'll find some links. Click on those links. Um, LifeWise is a great company to join me as a founder or just buy the products as a customer. And uh, other links down there for some ministries and other things that uh, we would love for you to follow and, and help out when possible. All right. Uh, let's see who's already joined us. Uh, we have Carrie News, shocking. And Cindy, Hi, also Carrie. shocking. BRB blow drying my hair. Oh, be right back. Be right back. (laughs) (laughs) And then Iris is joining us. Nice to see you. Thanks for the link from last night. I watched it. What a journey for her. Yes.
1: Right. Michaela. What a story. It's wild.
0: Yeah. Just for people that don't know what that link was. Oh
1: yes. It was a link to the Ted talk by Michaela Peterson, Jordan Peterson's daughter who has suffered Horrible, debilitating uh, rheumatoid arthritis and other autoimmune conditions since she was a very little girl and has finally found relief on what she's called the lion diet. If
0: you want that link, you just go to yesterday's show and you can uh, find it there. Yes. Yeah. That's one way to trick people to go watch our other shows.
1: There you go. <laughs> Something right. that's interesting about somebody else?
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. We're in uh, Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, a great devotional. Uh, and we're, um, we're in the, not the episode. I almost said the episode. I don't know what I was trying to say. But it's June 4th. And it so is, that's yeah. where we are in the, in the devotional. And the reference is Titus 3, 4. <clears throat> that says, The kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared. Charles Spurgeon says, how wonderful is it is to behold the Savior communing with his own beloved people. There can be nothing more delightful than to be led by his divine spirit into this fertile field of blessing. Allow yourself to consider for a moment the history of our Redeemer's love and a thousand beautiful acts of affection will come to mind. Each of them has been designed to weave your heart into Christ and to intertwine the thoughts of emotions of your renewed soul with the mind of Jesus. When we truly meditate on his amazing love and behold the all glorious bridegroom of the church bestowing on us all his ancient wealth, our souls may soon faint Mm. with joy. After all, who of us can endure such great love? Even our partial understanding of his love which the Holy spirit is sometimes pleased to impart is more than any soul can bear. How overwhelming a complete view of it must be. Once our souls have complete discernment of all the savior's gifts, the wisdom with which to fully value them and enough time in which to meditate upon them, such as will only be available to us (laughs) in the world to come. We will then commune with Jesus much more closely than today. Who can even imagine the wonder of such sweet fellowship? This must be one of the things that no mind has conceived, that God has prepared for those who love him. Oh, to burst open the doors of our Joseph storehouses, and behold how much he has stored up for us. We will certainly be overwhelmed with love. Today, by faith, we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror the image of his endless treasures but when we finally see these heavenly blessings themselves with our own eyes how deep will we be how deep will be the streams of fellowship in which our souls will soak until then our loudest psalms of praise will be reserved for our loving benefactor jesus christ our lord whose love for us is wonderful more wonderful than that of women I can't imagine more love than what I get from you, Schnooks.
1: <laughs> oh, incredible. except for to get from Jesus. <laughs> I like this expression where it said, um, when we, uh, want to draw closer to the Lord, if we think of the thousand beautiful acts, meaning as we read the scripture of the amazing things that Jesus did, it is intertwining our thoughts and emotions of our renewed soul with the mind of Jesus. Hmm. So I've mentioned before how the Lord, you know, I, I in prayer I've heard Him say to me, "Walk with me, daughter. Learn My ways," um, and that drives that point home to me. Where He's like, the more you read the Scripture and meditate on those acts that He did, and think about them and call them to mind, the better we can understand His character, the closer we could draw to Him by knowing mm-hmm. His person, His character, His deeds. Uh, that will also lead us to understanding all the things he has promised for us as his church. Mm. So that's what struck me first.
0: Well, what struck me first, of course, is that his love is more than a woman.
1: (laughs) That's what struck with you. (laughs) Yeah. Because
0: I remember, um, I mean, unlike any other woman that I've been with, Mm -hmm. which is maybe one other one. Mm
1: I was had to be at least two. There's two different moms.
0: <laughs> oh shoot, I forgot. Um, when we, you know, we met at church and, and we were talking, and then uh, every time that we got together it was with kids, and then we finally had our first date alone. Yes. And then uh it was at the Trump uh golf course. Yes. Because we so wanted to go to the go to the best like place that. in the world. <laughs> and um and you know, we're all adults here, but that you know that first kiss that first you know time we were walking down the trail and there was like a a a, a fence that we stopped at to kind of look yes uh over the ocean
1: and then i felt you were carrying a gun
0: yeah i was carrying my gun (laughs) and yes it was an actual gun just just to make sure um and um just my heart
1: skip a beat just that feeling
0: you know that you get when new love love and the first time that you kiss and embrace and hug and um and you just kind of like got this little nervous vibration in your body (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Maybe you didn't get it. You're like, I did. You didn't get nothing, but I got it. I did. And so you think of that. What I think is what is obviously the important part here is um, when he's talking about this. And who is it? The size of Peter?
1: Uh, No, it's to Samuel. It's actually a scripture from King David to Jonathan, the son of Saul.
0: So Jesus Christ, our Lord, whose love for us is wonderful, more wonderful than that of a woman. And so even getting a little shaky legs and maybe a little, you know, you know, all the things that happened chemically wise. Yes. It's hard to imagine it getting better than that. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like uh, when we think about God's love, I think about him, how he made such a difference to me when I was in the hospital, how he made such a difference for me with in well, regard to my all cancer. That,
1: all that stuff already. Yeah. Isn't it greater than, than Yeah, But
0: those what? are all the thousand things that he talks about the thousands of times that he showed great love. Yes. And, and you're just, going to be overwhelmed i mean I, I think it talked about that your soul will actually pass out <laughs> yeah. because the love is so great I, I just like how i can't even put I, I even imagine what that would be like but i know it's going to be great when we see him Amen. Right? and uh, i will i will probably probably pass out
1: you think so
0: i'm pretty sure because i've been pretty weak lately as i've gotten older <laughs> the, kids, the kid just mentioning the kids sometimes will make me cry or
1: i mean uh... just the silliest
0: things um when i talk about us when oh, i when Lord, i i think sometimes i've talked in front of like you're talk, i'm talking to a room of people and i just mentioned something about our early time together even even our current time together i'd start to weep like a little
1: oh, like a little girl god has replaced your heart of stone for a heart of flesh it has
0: but can you imagine Place what it's going to be like to spirit, see Lord. to see jesus amen it's just going to be something else
1: glorious <laughs> nothing can compare
0: Let's hear what, Let's read what Jim has to say.
1: Okay. I that was pretty good. Yes. God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us Romans five, five. And he did not pour out that love into us sparingly for John wrote. How great is the love of the father ha- that he has lavished on us? There's no question. God is love. And John describes his love in this way. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. As believers, what do we do with so great a love as this? John answers that as well. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. And remember the words of Jesus who said, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And I know we talked about this in a past devotional. Oh, sorry, it's not over. Finally, God's consistent <laughs> message is echoed by Paul in the following admonishment. Oh, no man, anything but to love one another. And that's Romans 13, 8. Lord, may your great love flow through me into the lives of others. Mm. And we, we talked about this oh, in another the last part, sorry. About agape love, the Lord's love flowing through us and how important it is to remember that understanding that it's not our love that we're trying to give other people. People will recognize that we have been with the Lord or that we are with the Lord by by this. All men will know you are my disciples, that you love one another with his love, with agape love, not with our own love, which is deficient and uh, fickle at best, but loving them with the love of God that flows through us to those around us. So important and that his love is made complete in us. Pastor Jack Hibbs, um, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, talked a lot about that in terms of the Holy Spirit today. It was all about the Holy Spirit as we go through this last uh, What Spirit Lives in You section. And I just love the way he explains the um, how one should be able to know that the Holy Spirit is in them um, based on all of these characteristics. There were so many qualities, the resurrection, the certainty that He leads you, that He comforts you, and and when you, if you would write the list all in one entirety, the three sections and and the and the four sections with the three subsections, it is amazing, all the things that the Holy Spirit should be doing and and working in us every single day. Mm. And uh, a good piece of advice was if it if it isn't doing that in our lives, then um, maybe we should double check whether we do have
0: the holy spirit in us right that was a really great message uh, from pastor jack today um this really got me thinking a lot about the holy spirit even deeper right um and also gave me a little bit of something to ask non-believers when he talked about the tesla the guy driving down the road i'm not sure if he talked yeah, about it Yeah, you made a great
1: analogy
0: for that he used it um in one way but then it made me think of it in another way so pastor jack hibbs was talking about that he was on the 55 freeway which is actually almost right out our door here um that he was driving at something like 80 miles an hour (laughs) according to a story and he looked over and saw a guy reading a book while he was behind the driver's wheel and and the car was just driving and the guy was had so much faith in his car that he was reading a book he was saying i don't have that much faith in satellites and computers and a, and a vehicle on a, on a road, but I do have faith in the Holy Spirit. So I was thinking that, you know, if, if you could ask somebody and say, Hey, do you think that a car could be c- controlled by this? Would you ever a random- Tesla? Yeah. By this random, what is it? What's the, what's the brain? Where is right. that? Where is that house? Is it actually in a satellite or it is is it on earth that goes to the satellite and then bounces down? Where is that? That invisible thing that we can't see. So you can talk to a non-believer and say, "Hey, do you believe that that these kinds of things exist? That there's this brain that speaks, that tells a car when to turn left, when to turn right, when to avoid accidents, when to stop, when to start, when to stay in the lane?" Yeah. They'd say, "Oh, yeah, that exists. That's the thing." So how is it possible that you don't believe? That there's a Holy Spirit that tells us when to turn right, to turn left, when to stop, and when, right. when not. Right. Why to does that sound so
1: strange then?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, where's that brain that's talking in the car? And they'll say, "I don't know." Well, do you know where God is? No. Either do I. Right. But He speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen, if you listen, you can hear Him speak. Yes. <clears throat> Iris thought the message with today was amazing. Also, it was Yay. so good. Very good. Um, go ahead. Okay. Do you want to find the ones that you want to.
1: Uh, Lisa said it was an emotional day for her, but good, and I'm so glad that it started with this reading. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, these are these are meant to be read in the morning, but yes, we we, uh, we do them in the evening. <laughs> but yes, and- it would it is a good one to start with if you're if you wake up in a, I think if you woke up not saying that Lisa did I'm just saying if you wake up in like a, a cranky mood or a a pensive mood that this would would give you a kick in the butt. Like, oh my gosh, I am so I loved. I
1: usually just read one from the Bible app. That mm. They have prayers, and I just kind of go through those in the morning. Yep. Uh, but I should probably read the devotional. That's a good idea. <laughs> the world looks brighter with new love, Andy. That's what Carrie says. Yes, it does. And Cindy's back from blow drying her hair. So she's here. Hi. How's your hair? And uh, Carrie says, Your heart's being made alive. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Linda's, uh, Lisa's agreeing with her. Indeed, Carrie. They're saying hi to one another, and uh, Lisa says it reminds her of an old song. They will know we are Christians by our love. And sweet! And Cindy says, "Yes, agape love flowing through us." Mm-hmm. And Carrie says, "If we if we get pressed down, we can feel like the Spirit's not working in us. So listen, yep. Amen. Be quiet." Good story, Andy. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Uh, You know, the other thing that I, I think about with this devotional just came to me is that, we, so you have, have a couple things here. It's it's also talking about that we need to have that same love to show to others, to when we walk around, people feel uh, our light and our love that Jesus has put into us. Yes. Uh, but I think also there's people out there that just don't feel loved at all. And this is a great devotional for them to read that they are loved. Yeah. even though they don't feel, I mean, they, they either feel like they've had boyfriend after, boy after boyfriend or girlfriend after girlfriend that has cheated on them or, or left them or, or what have you. Um, or maybe parents, they didn't, you know, as a young kid, they don't have parents that really are, know how to show love that these, this type of devotional and something we need to remember when we talk to people that are in that place. Well, is to really share with them these the scripture and this type of devotional that shows that God loves them through Jesus Christ.
1: Well, and it's also like um, my our friend that I ran into, uh, just series of negative circumstances makes people think God doesn't love them. Mm-hmm. It's very hard when you're really, really challenged by um, trials in life that are either of your own making. See, that's the one part that when you listen to people, you don't know the full story. You're not able to go back to, and say, you know, like a therapist, maybe that has heard all their stories for years and would know, but to be able to be like, that wasn't God, yep. that's not God abandoning you. That was you doing that in your flesh. You know, it's not that God's punishing you. It's the consequences of your sin. I loved, uh, I can't remember what pastor talked about that, but he says, we are made new. We have a new spirit. We spend an eternity in paradise with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our sins were nailed to the the cross. But the effects of those sins remain. The consequences and the penalty of those sins stays in our lives. We can't undo that. Mm -hmm. So like you often talk about um, how difficult divorce has been on the children. I mean, you can't stop that from happening because you're made new. You know what I mean? Right. Our lives have consequences, whatever, you know, sense of abandonment my daughter's feeling because um, she doesn't see all of our family that was, that are Muslims. You know what I mean? That wasn't a sin, but that's just the consequences of our actions, mm-hmm. you know, and we can't look to God and say, everything is his fault. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So this lady on one of my uh, posts, who's um uh every day for the last, not every day for the last three days three days three days isn't that long but three days of commenting on somebody's post is a very long time
1: yes <laughs> telling you not to buy us on a car that one no no, no that oh. was a
0: different one now this one is about how christians are horrible people that and she was giving me the stats for how much uh, sexual abuse happens in the churches oh. and uh the amount of rapes by pastors that have happened and mm-hmm. i think a little bit she's talking about catholic churches and mixed with christian churches so i, I don't know where she's getting all of her stats and she's never told me the source. But um, my many responses have been, so I tell her, you are right. People are horrible. People should never be, uh, should, should be uh, um, uh, trusted that they aren't sinful people. <laughs> if they say they're not sinful, then you don't trust them. If they say <laughs> they're all say, holy, but- then you shouldn't trust them. Um, and uh, I said it as many ways as possible, but she's uh, constantly will say, well, see, you're not owning up to what your faith is done." Not- I, I'm just, I'm telling you, so Jesus it, it has, this has nothing. <laughs> people are horrible people. We all are horrible people. Um, and, and God uh, in his, in his love for us, gave us Jesus Christ because of that, he died for our sins. And then we still aren't perfect, but we should find a way to do as much as we can to live like Jesus to read the gospel, to know the gospel, and to be able to share the gospel. But your, her experience, I'm telling her, is that you, you have to understand that those are all involving people. It wasn't involving God.
1: Well, and, yeah, see, that's the thing. is, is the same God that allows you free will to mm. curse him right now is the same God that allows people to be sinful enough to rape children. Mm that same free will that you so cherish to choose the faith you want and do the things you do is the same one that allows men to do horrible things. So you can't take one without the other. Yep. It's like light and dark. Exactly. Ooh, I'm so glad Jack said that today too, pastor Jack. I often said that I often tell people I am, I'm very, very opposed to interfaith uh, couples, especially, um, and those are the women I come across, older women that are marrying again for the second time that may be going out with somebody that's a non-Christian or even young girls. Um, I'm very, very against it. And Pastor Jack uh, said it again today. He's like, there, do not be unequally yoked. What does light have to do with darkness? And um, said it point blank, do not date a non-believer and expect them to change. Oh, And he gave all these funny stories.
0: I like the idea that darkness is still there, even though there's light. Like right. It's just, it's just, it's hanging out. Yes. It's just waiting for the light to be turned off.
1: Yeah, and that scripture clearly said, <laughs> yeah. do not, do not have close relations with unbelievers. Wow.
0: All right. want to read the scripture. Or do sure. we have any you comments You want to read there? some of those first? Yeah. Where do we want to start?
1: Uh Lisa. Lisa. I start every morning with morning by morning, and it leads me to other Bible passages, and I spend about two hours with God, and then I meet people on earth. Amen. Oh,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. And Cindy?
1: The love of God drew me to him in my salvation experience. I had felt unloved before oh, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. That's so beautiful, Cindy. Not that you were unloved, but that you finally experienced love through Jesus. Yeah,
0: with 300 kids. I mean, how did you, <laughs> I you
1: think she. I think she met Jesus before the kids, except the natural one. I don't know. How many of those kids did you foster, Cindy, before coming um, to faith? Yeah, good
0: question. Yeah. Uh, Carrie says.
1: Growing up without love of God reaches out through scripture or others to show his love, as has said, set apart and protected. Amen. And Carrie says we'll be. Sinners before until we get to heaven. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that is
0: one of the other things. I'm not sure if it, it was a quote from a man that he was quoting, um, where he reminded us that once we are born again and and truly accept Jesus Christ as Lord, Lord and Savior, that's when our eternity begins. Our yes. eternity with Jesus Christ begins at the moment that, that we accept him as our as our Lord and Savior. That, that that's, and then that's we're it.
1: living it backwards. You yeah. remember that when he was saying that today? Mm. He's like, eternity happens we are we crossed over into eternity and it says the life we lead now we're leading backwards in other words we're leading from eternity to live out this life until we're actually put back into the life we were granted <laughs> yeah it was a trip oh that's awesome
0: lisa says, i always
1: knew god was there and loved me even before i was saved i just wouldn't accept it um as well for me, knowing I did that, and then he brought me to my knees, and after I relented in his love, crashed over like waves.
0: Wow. That's interesting. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Titus 3, 4.
1: But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared. I know what The next scripture is, sorry, we only list the ones that are on the devotional, but that sounds like a cliffhanger. <laughs> but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's, That's a,
0: that was, I'm so glad you added that part. Right? Yeah.
1: First so Corinthians 2.9. This is what the scripture means when it says, No eye has seen and no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians 13, 12. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. I love this. We see in a mirror, like we we see this reflection. We think, um, we, think we understand. We think we're getting a sense of his character. But, you know, when we meet him face-to-face, face, he's going to be right there. Uh, there'll be no more doubt. There'll be no more misunderstanding. It'll be perfection.
0: The, un- the unknown will be known.
1: Known, exactly.
0: Second Samuel one twenty six.
1: Oh, I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. You have been very pleasant to me. Your love to me was wonderful, surpassing the love of women. That's what Andy was referring to earlier. And I actually don't even remember that scripture that he referred the king, This is King David talking to Jonathan, uh, King Saul's son, who we loved very much. And he said that your love to me was more wonderful, surpassing the love of women. It's interesting. So yeah, really Cindy believable. says uh, she got saved before she had any kids. I was pregnant with my first child when I got saved. I had my foster kiddos after my bio kids were grown. Oh, except Alex, who was 16, pretty much.
0: Wow. Didn't we learn yesterday that Cindy's only like 30 years old? How is that possible?
1: I don't know. Superwoman.
0: (laughs) Crazy. Yes, we already did that other one. Um, Wow. Got so much more out of this devotional than the first time I read it. Yeah. I just thought, well, we're just gonna say that he loves Talk us.
1: Talk about love. Love, love, love. <laughs> but there's love. a lot
0: of different aspects to it that um, really are comforting, and uh, even in our despair or pain or uh, disease, that uh, that's the one thing we can rest on. Yes. And that's where we should go. One of the things is that we begin to get into ourselves, which is very easy to do, right? When we're uncomfortable. I mean, just slightly. Just yes. like the, the air conditioner doesn't work. We then get it becomes all about us and we woe is me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why does this always happen?
0: <laughs> right. The the cat comes in and starts meowing, that stupid cat. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um what else was there about the devotional not the devotional, the message today from Pastor Jack Hibbs? Did you
1: it's just the surety of knowing you have the Holy Spirit and all these amazing Uh, And the emphasis that he placed on the spirit that raised Christ from the dead um, and then Christ saying, I will, um, I give my spirit and I take my spirit so that nobody does it for him That same spirit is will raise us from the dead. So the triune nature of God, the God, the father, God, the son, Jesus, the son and the Holy Spirit, all three being three persons are. In us, Mm. you know, we, we take part in, in that we commune with them. They speak to us being internally within us. It's just, I don't know. This the whole thing's kind of mind blowing. Mm -hmm. And as CS Lewis says that he said, you know, that we are the only religion that promises that the indwelling of the Holy spirit. That's not
0: to say that Jack didn't also talk about the uh, wrath of God too. There's a little discussion about that, that there is that also. That you just continue to um, go against God's.
1: People say, I don't like that. And he says, I don't care. That's
0: God's, God's laws. God um, care. And so that brought him to tell a story about an ant on a table, on the kitchen table. And it's sitting there crawling around. <laughs> you could either just like, take your thumb and, and, and kill the, the ant, or you can take and scoop them up on your finger and walk them outside and set them off into paradise. Yeah, and that was a good, you know, isn't a good example of, of what God can do,
1: right? <laughs>
0: and it was like when he went, you know, like you're going, oh, I mean, but it's so quick and so determined, and so you can see this, just like, hey, you, I've had enough of you. You've just, just are making everybody else's life, all my children's life, so bad on this planet. You can't get it right,
1: right? <laughs>
0: and then, but if you repent and give your life to Jesus Christ, He then takes you by on His finger without harming mm. you, and takes you outside and put you into paradise.
1: Yes, It was a really good it analogy.
0: Just like the Tesla one. It's beautiful. Jack has a, a couple good uh, analogies.
1: Yeah. He just not
0: like it when he talks about squirrels. I don't.
1: <laughs> I don't mind a short squirrel story.
0: There was one message that he went on for a good half hour on yes. the squirrels. Yeah. And it the was, birds.
1: It was long. It was long. I, I can't, I couldn't follow.
0: And I was com- completely engrossed into the story yeah it was one of my favorite stories
1: see <laughs> see what see the difference
0: what's what's the difference
1: i'm just not a am just not a nature lover <laughs> i have to learn to appreciate these things more
0: yeah like i enjoyed watching the little birdie the the um oh my gosh what's the name of that bird that's out there that was
1: i know the name a of a bird?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It was a Phoebe was out there teasing the cat. Literally teasing the cat. I, I'm, it's, uh, the bird could see the cat in the window in uh-huh. the kitchen. And and it was on the back of that. We have two lounge chairs that are their backs are to the window. And he's on the back of one. And he's going, tweet, tweet, tweet. And the cat's sitting there looking at him. There, and the cat like jumps at him. And the, and the, and the bird knows there's a window because he's probably uh-huh. ran into it once or twice. Uh-huh. And then he jumps over to the other Back and just tweet tweet, and the cat goes <laughs> outside, and goes back and forth. Really? Yes, uh, that Aww, little turd.
1: That's so cute. I know it.
0: So there we go. See, we we gave our own little nature story.
1: That's fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. Cindy, where are you? Cindy was on her way home. Oh so yeah. I'm curious. Did you actually make it back to Oklahoma already? She went on a a long family family vacation.
0: Hmm. Well, nothing I just came, I'm going to come back to this, um, this oh. love, no, <laughs> this, um, uh, this feeling of love. I, I remember now that there's another time where you, since we've been together, had this, uh, pouring out of love and, and actually feeling loved. And that was in the passing of your dad. Mm. That, that has to be another. Type of love that's about as close to agape love as you can get that um you know he's going through such a struggle and has gone from you know he goes from a baby right and then grows up and becomes a strong man the strong man that you know is a father and then now you're in the position of where he used to take care of you as a baby and now Mm -hmm. you're taking care of him as he's in that position of being having needs yes that you were spectacular like it's just so, and I have a, I, I hope that I could do that, but I'm, and I, if I for would, would for you, um, but it, it, it was, it's, it's none of that stuff matters. So he's, you know, he can't control, you know, certain bodily functions, that kind of stuff. And and it's, you don't even, the, the love is so great that it doesn't even, it it's not even a consideration not to,
1: right.
0: not to take care of him. How do you remember that? Is that a different kind of love than you've ever felt before? Did you, Oh, something- absolutely.
1: It's even a different kind of love than I felt for him. Mm. Um, When his health started to decline so rapidly, it was, um, yeah, it was a, the, the depth and scope of my love for him deepened to an extent that I had never experienced before. Mm. Absolutely. Um I don't know if it compares to agape love. Mm. I'm just starting to understand that myself what agape love feels like. But I I know I um I know I experience agape love when my heart bleeds for complete strangers. Like I literally get chest pain um mm. looking at some homeless people sometimes. Like they're either young or whatever whatever that leads me to be so concerned for them. That does not come from me because I never had it before. That is a supernatural God love that he's giving to me for that person. Wow. Because there's absolutely no explanation for it than that. Hmm. So that's been a cool experience as well.
0: Hmm. I don't know of that love. I hope someday <laughs> I can have that, but I do see it in you. I mean, I, I see you change your facial look, the look of in your face changes. I guess that's a better way of putting it. Uh-huh. The look in your face changes. Um, and you become determined. Like when I wanted that blanket that you bought that lady, you would not give it to me. Like I'm going, wait a minute. <laughs> but I mean, you were like running around and like just like so purpose filled.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: You had a purpose-driven life.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I felt that this Friday when I ran not into really. our friend too. Yeah, yeah. My heart was just broken. Hmm. Um. It was, I just, and that's the thing is, and like I said on the devotional the other day is that the Lord's, oh, did I say this on the devotional? Because I remembered later today that I may not have said it where, uh forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but that, that, um, a lot of people, very seasoned Christians had tried to help this person, but he said, none of it worked. None of it helped. And he actually felt very, very abandoned. And my rational mind was saying, okay, be careful. There's not much you're going to do. There's been a lot of people before you. Um, Everybody has tried. And then I sat in the car and the Lord is like, what is this? What do you think my, First of all, do you think that my, any of my sons and daughters are beyond help? Um, that was the first admonishment I heard Mm. was that, um, none of my sons and daughters are beyond help. You know, everybody is struggling and I will use different mean, like I got this sense that he's like, I will use different people at different times, depending on what I'm doing in that person's life. You know, don't write anybody off. Um, and the next thing was that, um, and why do you think so little of you? (laughs) <laughs> Why do I think so little of myself that you, that I would send him to you and you think you can't do anything. Mm. Isn't that a profound lesson? It is. And so that I was, that. Uh, that was agape love for me because he was trying to explain his love for the, his son and his love for me. And I had to, I had to totally reorient myself to that interaction. of it
0: one thing it kind of always comes to mind and i'm not sure why um could be the holy spirit it could just be me but i just um always want to uh tell everyone who hears some of these stories that we tell that we tell these stories not to uh say anything about ourselves about how good we are how great we are anything this this, all this as hetty had just said a moment ago is because of god 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 has done something i'm telling you I, i am not that good of a person that on occasion I do a good thing. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's it, just. It, it, about just I just want to Jesus. be sure that we are not taking claim to any of the things that Absolutely have happened not. in our life, or that we do, or make decisions. Or
1: I was just going to Starbucks to get some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no intention.
0: Yeah, I went to Bruger's Bagel just to get a bagel. Yeah. I didn't plan on buying a homeless guy a sandwich.
1: And um, but see, but that's the uh, that's a perfect um, explanation mm. of what we're trying to describe is happening um, when you walk with the Lord is, or when you're trying to walk with the Lord, at least is that there are these interactions where if I didn't have, if I didn't have the nearness of Christ, I would have totally written off that experience exactly as my mind was saying. And that's how I knew it was God because my mind was saying, what are you going to do? There's nothing you're going to add to this equation here. This person has been there, done that. Um, just say hi, pray for him, and go home. And then just the revelation that came after that from the Lord was so profound, but that's not, like you said, that's not me. Mm -hmm. That profoundness did not come from me.
0: We got other things to do.
1: (laughs) No profoundness would ever come from me. That's why I encourage you to get on, get with the program. This walk with Jesus is amazing because he says some amazing things. (laughs) <laughs> uh that i would never think of on my own
0: right yeah I, I there's no way i think i've maybe shared this too often maybe it was up years ago but i would never be able to do this devotional in and talk about a devotional because i never felt confident enough to be able to speak about anything that has to do with the bible with god with the holy spirit with jesus christ there's nothing in me in my natural form that would have the guts to talk about a devotional the bible and i used to do this without the walking bible next to me <laughs> no. uh, um i um it is only because of him that uh that gives me the strength to do these things so that we can share yeah. and we could be we can grow together and 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 be uh, together uh, you know a couple of nights out of the week and and talk about these things uh, but uh, why he's put me here i have no idea <laughs> I get things wrong on occasion and say the wrong verse, as I did today. I didn't know where where did that saying come from, and you, I thought it was Peter that was saying it, and it was who, King Samuel, King David.
1: <laughs> See, um, it's we're it's here to share sample. together. We're here to
0: grow together. Amen. But uh, I, I'm I'm so happy that you are here because it really does help. Oh, you're yeah. sweet. <laughs> and not to mention, I love being with you and talking about these things.
1: That's sweet too. Yes. So well, Cindy says she loves nature.
0: <laughs>
1: good <laughs> and then caring for someone deepens the love uh and she had a chance to take care of her mom and sister mm. it really does is it just a, it's a transformative experience caring for um an elderly person or a sick person or both uh and Cindy so says and we love and serve others not for what um for the outcome but rather the obedience to god and it blesses us as well we plant seeds, or we're watering the seeds, or we're harvesting what others have done before us. Amen. Um, Carrie came out of the occult. I didn't know that, Carrie. Uh, before she came to Jesus, oh, she couldn't wow. even say his name. God is the great redeemer, miracle worker, waymaker. Amen. Sing it. Waymaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my I don't have my singing voice on right now. <clears throat> Clear your throat. Not no, try again.
0: make no, Um, I was singing out loud today at church.
1: I think the cat is really hungry, and so he's trying to break oh. all the things in the room. I told you we always gotta shut the door before we go live. Yeah.
0: Because- he's been in here irritating us the whole time. Look at the tr- <laughs> look at the plant.
1: The, the tree is about to turn. <laughs> About to topple over.
0: Uh, can I go back to your dad for one second? Sure. I'm so sorry. Um, just at, towards the end, mm-hmm. that day that he uh, left this planet, um, I think also, based on what you were telling me, that there was also this sense of calmness and sense of love that he was kind of giving you and the family. Just that. Oh, absolutely. Th- th- there was this. Because he, he had, a, a, you know, was it dementia or. It was it was
1: a a dementia. It was onset from the cancer.
0: Yeah, so that is it happening. Usually, you're talking about nonsense and not remembering things, but then there was a sudden moment of clarity. It seems to me, absolutely. How did that come about? Were you just sitting next to the bed, leaning up and hugging him?
1: Well, it happened when he was in the hospital for a week. So Mm. over that time, we had some very deep conversations. I had shared um, the Lord with him uh and so that was beautiful that time was really beautiful uh and then i just would lie in the bed next to him i would come and bring him food and
0: um
1: yeah he was pretty lucid at those times he would lie to the doctors and tell them he would do whatever treatment they asked um but he had an absolutely no intention of doing it
0: <laughs> hey, your dog was a your dog your doctor your dad was an amazing doctor yes a uh, skilled doctor that uh, was very famous taught at ucla yes. if i'm mistaken yes, um so there's that the decline and then the sudden that towards the end had to be the hand of god because I, he was so, so there were times that he was so out of it i, I loved him uh, but there were times he was so out of it that you, i couldn't imagine where there would be this moment of clarity yes that there's somewhere and that, I, that god
1: willing it was from god
0: yeah i think that you speaking to him and sharing uh jesus christ with him and I think that was uh, definitely something that probably uh, helped. I hope. I I pray. I use definitely and probably in one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which one? Oh, here we are. Cindy says. Uh,
1: uh, Andy, we all grow and learn and love together as the body of Christ. Thank you. Amen. Yes.
0: I love where I'm at. I'm okay with it. Obviously, Uh, God
1: found me at home all alone. He will meet us if we ask Him to show Himself. Amen, Carrie. So was I. (laughs) I was all I was home all alone. He showed up in my bedroom.
0: All right, all right. Anything else, Snugs? No. I love this beautiful devotional.
1: Yes, thank you, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us, sharing your deepest thoughts and revelations and. Experiences. We appreciate it. We love you.
0: And Cindy, safe travels.
1: Safe travels, Cindy.
0: We'll be praying for you. Yes. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. (laughs) Take (laughs) care.
1: Bye.